This episode is brought to you by IVP. Have you ever wondered what it takes to write a book and get published? I'm Helen Lee, the executive producer of the Get in the Word with Truth Table podcast. Keep listening to find out more about the writing journeys of authors of color. This is IVP. To get in the word with truth table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. The Old Testament reading, Genesis chapter 46 through chapter 47. The family of Jacob goes to Egypt. So Israel began his journey, taking with him all that he had. When he came to Beersheba, he offered sacrifices to the God of his father Isaac. God spoke to Israel in a vision during the night and said, Jacob, Jacob. He replied, Here I am. He said, I am God, the God of your father. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will make you into a great nation there. I will go down with you to Egypt, and I myself will certainly bring you back from there. Joseph will close your eyes. Then Jacob started out from Beersheba, and the sons of Israel carried their father Jacob, their little children, and their wives in the wagons that Pharaoh had sent along to transport him. Jacob and all his descendants took their livestock and the possessions they had acquired in the land of Canaan, and they went to Egypt. He brought with him to Egypt his sons and grandsons, his daughters and granddaughters, all his descendants. These are the names of the sons of Israel who went to Egypt, Jacob and his sons, Reuben, the firstborn of Jacob, the sons of Reuben, Hanak, Palu, Hezron, and Carmi, the sons of Simeon, Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jachin, Zohar, and Shaul, the son of the Canaanite woman, the sons of Levi, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari, the sons of Judah, Ur, Onan, Shelah, Perez, and Zerah. But Ur and Onan died in the land of Canaan. The sons of Perez were Hezron and Hamuel, the sons of Ishakar, Tola, Pua, Jashub, and Shimron, the sons of Zebulun, Sarid, Elon, and Jaliel. These were the sons of Leah, whom she bore to Jacob and Padan, Aram, along with Dinah his daughter, 
His sons and daughters numbered 33 in all. The sons of Gad, Zephon, Haggai, Shuni, Esbon, Eri, Erodi, and Arli. The sons of Asher, Imna, Ishvab, Ishvi, Bariah, and Sirah, their sister. The sons of Bariah were Heber and Melchiel. These were the sons of Zilpah, whom Laban gave to Leah his daughter. She bore these to Jacob, sixteen in all. The sons of Rachel, the wife of Jacob, Joseph and Benjamin, Manasseh and Ephraim, were born to Joseph in the land of Egypt. Asenath, daughter of Potipharah, priest of On, bore them to him. The sons of Benjamin, Bela, Becker, Ashbel, Gera, Naaman, Eha, Rosh, Mupim, Huffpim, and Ard. These were the sons of Rachel, who were born to Jacob, fourteen in all. The son of Dan, Hushim, the son of Naphtali, Jazeel, Guni, Jazer, and Shilam. These were the sons of Bilhah, whom Laban gave to Rachel his daughter. She bore these to Jacob, seven in all. All the direct descendants of Jacob who went to Egypt with him were 66 in number. This number does not include the wives of Jacob's sons. Counting the two sons of Joseph who were born to him in Egypt, all the people of the household of Jacob who were in Egypt numbered 70. Jacob sent Judah before him to Joseph to accompany him to Goshen. So they came to the land of Goshen. Joseph harnessed his chariot and went up to meet his father Israel in Goshen. When he met him, he hugged his neck and wept on his neck for quite some time. Israel said to Joseph, Now let me die since I have seen your face and know that you are still alive. Then Joseph said to his brothers and his father's household, I will go up and tell Pharaoh, My brothers and my father's household, who were in the land of Canaan, have come to me. The men are shepherds. They take care of livestock. They have brought their flocks and their herds and all that they have. Pharaoh will summon you and say, What is your occupation? Tell him, Your servants have taken care of cattle from our youth until now, both we and our fathers, so that you may live in the land of Goshen. For everyone who takes care of sheep is disgusting to the Egyptians. Joseph's Wise Administration Joseph went and told Pharaoh, My father, my brothers, their flocks and herds, and all that they own have arrived from the land of Canaan. They are now in the land of Goshen. He took five of his brothers and introduced them to Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to Joseph's brothers, What is your occupation? They said to Pharaoh, Your servants take care of flocks just as our ancestors did. Then they said to Pharaoh, We have come to live as temporary residents in the land. There is no pasture for your servants' flocks, because the famine is severe in the land of Canaan. So now, please let your servants live in the land of Goshen. Pharaoh said to Joseph, Your father and your brothers have come to you. The land of Egypt is before you. Settle your father and your brothers in the best region of the land. They may live in the land of Goshen. If you know of any highly capable men among them, put them in charge of my livestock. Then Joseph brought in his father Jacob 
and presented him before Pharaoh. Jacob blessed Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to Jacob, how long have you lived? Jacob said to Pharaoh, all the years of my travels are 130. All the years of my life have been few and painful. The years of my travels are not as long as those of my ancestors. Then Jacob blessed Pharaoh and went out from his presence. So Joseph settled his father and his brothers. He gave them territory in the land of Egypt, in the best region of the land, the land of Ramses, just as Pharaoh had commanded. Joseph also provided food for his father, his brothers, and all his father's household, according to the number of their little children. But there was no food in all the land because the famine was very severe. The land of Egypt and the land of Canaan wasted away because of the famine. Joseph collected all the money that could be found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan as payment for the grain they were buying. Then Joseph brought the money into Pharaoh's palace. When the money from the lands of Egypt and Canaan was used up, all the Egyptians came to Joseph and said, Give us food. Why should we die before your very eyes? Because our money has run out. Then Joseph said, If your money is gone, bring your livestock, and I will give you food in exchange for your livestock. So they brought their livestock to Joseph, and Joseph gave them food in exchange for their horses, the livestock of their flocks and herds, and their donkeys. He got them through that year by giving them food in exchange for all their livestock. When that year was over, they came to him the next year and said to him, We cannot hide from our Lord that the money is used up, and the livestock and the animals belong to our Lord. Nothing remains before our Lord except our bodies and our land. Why should we die before your very eyes, both we and our land? Buy us and our land in exchange for food, and we, with our land, will become Pharaoh's slaves. Give us seed that we may live and not die. Then the land will not become desolate. So Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh. Each of the Egyptians sold his field, for the famine was severe. So the land became Pharaoh's. Joseph made all the people slaves from one end of Egypt's border to the other end of it. But he did not purchase the land of the priests, because the priests had an allotment from Pharaoh, and they ate from their allotment that Pharaoh gave them. That is why they did not sell their land. Joseph said to the people, Since I have bought you and your land today for Pharaoh, here is seed for you. Cultivate the land. When the crop comes in, give one-fifth of it to Pharaoh. The remaining four-fifths will be yours for seed for the fields and for you to eat, including those in your households and your little children. They replied, You have saved our lives. You are showing us favor, and we will be Pharaoh's slaves. So Joseph made it a statute, which is in effect to this day throughout the land of Egypt. One-fifth belongs to Pharaoh. Only the land of the priests did not become Pharaoh's. Israel settled in the land of Egypt, in the land of Goshen, and they owned land there. They were fruitful and increased rapidly in number. Jacob lived in the land of Egypt 17 years. The years of Jacob's life were 147 in all. The time for Israel to die approached. So he called for his son Joseph and said to him, If now I have found favor in your sight, 
put your hand under my thigh and show me kindness and faithfulness. Do not bury me in Egypt. But when I rest with my fathers, carry me out of Egypt and bury me in their burial place. Joseph said, I will do as you say. Jacob said, Swear to me that you will do so. So Joseph gave him his word. Then Israel bowed down at the head of his bed. New Testament reading, John chapter 2, turning water into wine. Now on the third day, there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the wedding. When the wine ran out, Jesus' mother said to him, they had no wine left. Jesus replied, woman, why are you saying this to me? My time has not yet come. His mother told the servants, whatever he tells you, do it. Now there were six stone water jars there for Jewish ceremonial washing, each holding 20 or 30 gallons. Jesus told the servants, fill the water jars with water. So they filled them up to the very top. Then he told them, now draw some out and take it to the head steward. And they did. When the head steward tasted the water that had been turned to wine, not knowing where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, he called the bridegroom and said to him, everyone serves the good wine first and then the cheaper wine when the guests are drunk. You have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this as the first of his miraculous signs in Cana of Galilee. In this way, he revealed his glory and his disciples believed him, cleansing the temple. After this, he went down to Capernaum with his mother and brothers and his disciples, and they stayed there a few days. Now the Jewish feast of Passover was near, so Jesus went up to Jerusalem. He found in the temple courts those who were selling oxen and sheep and doves, and the money changers sitting at tables. So he made a whip of cords and drove them all out of the temple courts with the sheep and the oxen. He scattered the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. To those who sold the doves, he said, take these things away from here. Do not make my father's house a marketplace. His disciples remembered that it was written, zeal for your house will devour me. So then the Jewish leaders responded, what sign can you show us since you are doing these things? Jesus replied, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up again. Then the Jewish leaders said to him, this temple has been under construction for 46 years and are you going to raise it up in three days? But Jesus was speaking about the temple of his body. So after he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the saying that Jesus had spoken. Jesus at the Passover feast. Now, while Jesus was in Jerusalem at the feast of the Passover, many people believed in his name because they saw the miraculous signs he was doing. But Jesus would not entrust himself to them because he knew all people. He did not need anyone to testify about man, for he knew what was in man. This is the word of God for the people of God. 
May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. God, once again, you have met us by your spirit through your word. We thank you for another opportunity to study your word, to hear your word, to reflect on your word together. God, we pray that whatever it is that you would have for us, that you would grant us that through listening to your word today. We thank you, O oh God, for your condescending love, your love that stoops down and reaches to us in mundane ways and in miraculous ways. We thank you that you are still a miracle-working God today. In Christ's name we pray, amen. In the Every Voice Now podcast, you'll hear about the challenges and the triumphs of IVP authors of color who make it through the gauntlet of getting published. Season three features authors such as Bishop Claude Alexander, Sheila Wise-Rowe, Jay Kim, Glenn Packiam, and many more. Visit everyvoicenow.com or listen wherever you get your podcasts. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Let's go, let